so welcome. Uh, so glad to have all of you here this morning. Uh, it is Labor Day, and so you would be everyone who does not have a lake house or a beach condo to go to. So uh, we're, we're all those people here today. But uh, I'm joking, and I'm really glad to have all of you here today. Um, w- this, this is, uh, this is going to be a unique, fun day for us. Uh, I, I'm going to have a chance to tie into our series that we've been in called Unshaken, uh, my experience of going down with a few guys to Texas this last week. And uh, I've entitled today's message, uh, Lessons from Harvey. Um, we had an amazing experience, just a wonderful opportunity to be able to go and to, to be a part of some of the efforts to um, just help out what was happening, happening down in that part of our country. Uh, and thank you for many of you this morning that just walked up and said, hey, thanks uh, for, for getting away and going. We have family there. I had people say they had family in Lake Charles and Galveston and Houston and Corpus Christi and all those areas. And so I'm going to have a chance today to talk about that. I got to go with a couple guys in our church, Brad Taylor and Tyler Bone, uh, both wonderful men at our church. And, uh, and, and after we went, I, I think we had like half the church saying, hey, we want to go. Can we go? We, I've got a boat. We want to go. And so uh, thanks for many of you guys that went. This was not a planned trip. It was not an organized missions trip. We just, we just felt God nudge our hearts and we just went. And so I want to share with you some things that I, I feel like will pertain to the series we've been in. Um, so why don't we do this? Why don't we pray and ask God to speak to us today? Because I feel like, although this was a very personal experience, this will be, be our experience today, uh, both as a church and as all of us have experiences where we go through unsettling and un, uh, or, or very shook up, unshaken type of experience. So let's pray. God, we love you. And I ask God you would just guide us that this could be something that we could, uh, we could learn from your word, from uh, experiences, God, that you give us. God, I pray for every person that's here today that both has something in their world here presently that they're suffering from, struggling with, uh, wrestling with. And God, I ask you to be with them. And God, I pray for the, those that are here this morning that have family members that are over in Texas and or Louisiana or wherever they might be in that part of the country, the God, that are, that are going through tragedy and loss. God, I pray you'd be with them. Um, Lord, I pray that you'd use our church to be the hands and the feet, uh, that we could really rise up and lock arms and charge the hill so that your name could be famous. God, ultimately, that's what everything is all about, that we would all come to a place in an, under, in an understanding that you are real, that you are God, and that grace, forgiveness, and salvation comes only through you. So God, I pray that that would be our, our quest, our goal today, that you would get the glory. In your name I pray, amen. So, uh, you guys know I, I love adventure, um, so it wasn't a whole lot to get me motivated to go do uh, what we did this last week. Um, we, we took off in a truck loaded with 100 plus gallons of fuel, uh, knowing that we might not find a gas station somewhere. Uh, we had a camouflage John boat behind my truck, and we looked like the Beverly Hillbillies going down the hill, uh, going down to Texas. And, uh, but I, I wanted to tell you that, that God was with us in an unbelievable way. Uh, so as soon as we took off, 
uh, we'll, we'll back up. Prior to that, we were making every phone call we could make to try to make any connection we could make so that we would not get told when we got there, no, you're not needed, or no, you can't be here in this location. So we called everybody that we knew. We were in touch with the head guy there uh, that runs Samaritan's Purse, which is the uh, largest Christian uh, non, not-for-profit or rescue organization that comes in uh, probably a day or two or a week later to just stay in the trenches and help, uh, help people recover. Uh, we were on the phone with them. Uh, we, we were calling churches. Brad had a great friend that actually did his wedding years ago um, that we actually worked with once we got their feet on ground. But our greatest uh, connection was this organization called the Cajun Navy. Has anybody ever heard of the Cajun Navy? Has anybody? Yeah, that was the coolest experience ever. We felt like we were like a part of the law enforcement, like first responders team until we showed up and people looked at it like, who are these jokers, right? Uh, but it was, it was an amazing experience from start to finish. So we had these connections. We were getting all this information by way of cell phones. We're listening to this Cajun Navy dispatch, uh, hearing all that was happening, like in real time. And what was happening to us was a variety of emotions on the way there. From like, okay, we just did this, to like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Are we going to do this? Because we should probably turn around right now and go home. Uh, from all those emotions, as we learned that people were taking gunshots, uh, boats were getting shot at, uh, they, were, they were telling people, hey, it's bad, it's dangerous, to us going, are we seriously going to do this or are we going to go home? Uh, but we were in it at that point. We got three guys in a boat, and we're not going to, you know, like say no at that point. But we were nervous. We were scared. But here's what was cool. And I've got some points that I, I, I wrote down lessons that we, were lear- that we learned, that I feel like this is stuff you guys, this is something we all can benefit from because we did, and I would love for you guys to, to benefit from this because I, I believe this is really in line with everything we've been talking about in this series, Unshaken. The first is this. The first lesson that we, we learned is there's a hero in all of us. There's a hero in all of us. And let me just say uh, on the on, onslaught of this, that I have so much respect for our military and armed forces and first responders, for those of you that are in our church. Uh, it takes uh, amazing courage, and I know that, that uh, there's fear involved and there's, there's some scarcity involved, but it takes a, an amazing person that, to do what you guys do. So thank you for how you do this on a daily basis for many of you. But I want to say there's a hero in all of us. There really is. There's a hero in all of us because, uh, because if you're a Christ follower, the ultimate hero, Jesus, lives in us. So because we are his and he is ours, there's a hero in all of us. So when it comes to times and in, in places and opportunities, when you are wherever you are and you feel that, that gentle voice or that, that nudge that leads you to go do whatever it is to do, that step of faith, Know that that's God, and know that when he nudges you to go do it, you should say yes all the time. And, and, and I don't think, I, I, don't, I know I don't, ever, I, don't, I don't ever get that right. I, I might get that right sometimes. There are times I, I, I play that tape, mental tape out in my head, and I say I'm too busy, I can't, I got stuff going on. And there are times that you really can't. But there are times when God opens a door, and He leads you to a place. It might be sharing your faith. It might be taking a step of faith, whatever. 
But when God opens doors, if he's opening that door, you should say yes. Why? Because there's a, there's a, there's a hero in all of us. Um, because we were created in his image, and what did he do for us? He came and rescued us. So there is that in us. So when we have crisis in our world, I believe the church, not just this church, but the church, we ought to be the first responders. We ought to be the hands and feet, however God leads you in your giftedness, which God oftentimes will work right through your giftedness. God knows with me all he's got to do is sneeze, and I'm going, okay, I'll go, right? He just knows. So oftentimes God doesn't sneeze because he knows I'm hoping and waiting that he does, right? And God knows us so well, and God wants to use us in our giftedness to do what he's called us to do and for his church to be. The second thing is this. Uh, I, I, I learned this lesson uh, so many times on this trip, and I believe it happens because when you step out in faith, you realize that God is with you. So my second thought is God is with us. God is always with us. Always, 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 always with, with us. The thing that we learn is when you get led by God, when you feel God nudging you to go do whatever it is he's leading you to do, it, become, it, it helps you become acutely aware that he's there, right? When you step out there in an unknown territory, when you step out there in faith, if it is, if you were taking a faith step, and a faith step always, is always that risky step. It's always that I don't know where I'm quite going. I don't know exactly what I'm going to experience. When you have that kind of step, it makes you so aware of God being with you. It's, it's amazing. It's not that when you're not taking the faith steps that God's not with you. It's just when you step out there and you're scared and you're uncomfortable, man, everything on you and about you is like, oh, I need God, where's he at? And you realize that he's there. So looking for him doesn't make him all of a sudden appear. You just are reminded and you understand that he was always there. So God, God's with us. Wow. And don't you know that the people right now in Texas recognize that God is with them? I mean, even in the tragedy, we, we saw so many people that were in a mess, but they were so grateful and, 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 and experiencing like we're so blessed that we're alive. We've got this tragic loss. We, have, we don't have a house left. We don't have cars left. We're sleeping on an air mattress in a coliseum somewhere at a church or in a uh, a restaurant, but, but God is with us. And so I think when we go through terrible, difficult times, we have to know the truth, and that's what the enemy wants to distort. We have to know the truth is the truth is God's with us. God is with us. And for us, when you're in that tragedy, when you're in that difficulty, knowing that God is with you is hands down the best gift you can have. There's nothing that makes you feel stronger, more secure, more safe, even when you're out there in an unsavory, big faith step kind of place, than knowing that God is with us. Third, third thing is this. Oh, and you know what? Gosh, I'm forgetting like pictures and f- videos I've got. So let me back up. Um, there, there's a couple pictures, guys, in the very first point I was making of a lady that that uh, we had an opportunity to find her in her home, 
she couldn't move. She would, they, they said she was a double amputee, and I didn't really look all that hard, but I, knew, I know for certain she was missing a leg. She was wheelchair-bound, and they said she was up to her body in, in water in her home, unable to get out. Um, and we were able to, that's my pickup truck. It was the Ford, baby. Woo! F-150 in the house. I was so proud of my truck. I was like, Lord, just with 150,000 miles in this truck, just let us, let us make it there and back. Um, but we had, we had several, several people helping us. Uh, we were working with a church that morning, and we were broadcasting in all over this certain part of the city. Her and her son who was mentally challenged, who was there with the mom. We got to drive them seven miles through the city in the bed of my pickup truck trying to get this woman to this church where she was going uh, to stay to safety. So, uh, so that's a cool photo. Um, and then uh, I've got a photo. This is uh, Tyler Bone in the red shirt. Tyler Bone's just 21 years old. And he, he became like our, I don't know, because... Myself and Brad were a little bit older. We weren't quite as techie. So whenever we, we, there was information we just couldn't figure out, we couldn't figure out this Cajun Navy app. Tyler was all over everything and was like a stud. Uh, he was a young, young muscle this trip. So that's Tyler in red, and that's Brad uh, standing up in the back with that blue Nautica hat on that lights up. It was kind of weird. Um, but there's some folks in the boat there. Um, so that's that. But the third, third thing I want to tell you is this. When you are in a, um, in a scenario, and it's a difficult place, uh, everything in you, um, and, and I believe the devices of our enemy, would, would always lead us away from praying more. But when you're in the thick of it, 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 it you have to strip away the pride and you have to recognize that God wants us to lean into Him, open our mouths, pray, ask. Scripture says, seek, because God is there for us. Um, so the, the thing we learned in this was pray more, pray more. Every time we were turning around, probably because we were scared, we found ourselves praying. And what we understood was God was with us. Um, we had these experiences on the way there. Um, people saw Georgia tags. They saw this redneck boat. They saw these guys in a pickup truck. There was five-gallon cans of gas coming out of everywhere on our, our vehicles. And um, we had people that would flag us down and, and were shelling out money. Are you guys going here? Give, take this. We had, we had one guy roll up and give us a couple hundred bucks. And people were honking at us, waving at us. We were like, Wow, we're, 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 we're like heroes, man. This is awesome, right? We're not heroes. We'll talk about that here in the end. But, but people were, 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 uh, were so excited. And there were moments where, um, where we, had, we had no place to stay. Um, and we were on this app and listening to all these crazy people talking to, and, and we, listening to first responders being on the ground. And we were trying to find out where the action was, where to go. And we had some guy that we were talking with telling us where to be and, you know, what to do. And, and this guy just called and said, hey, where are you all staying tonight? We said, we, we don't really have a good spot. Um, he said, well, stay at my house. And so we all looked at each other and we said, sounds kind of normal. Let's do it. So, so we stayed at this guy's house. And, of course, you know, we're thinking, 
all right, who, who's packing, uh, make sure we're safe, you know. Um, and he's thinking the same thing after we laughed and talked to this guy. He's saying, I'm thinking I've just invited three guys to my house. I, you know, he goes, I'm packing, you know. So this guy, we find out he's a Christian young man, uh, just went through a divorce. We got a chance to hear his testimony and share ours with this guy and just had this moment with God. And that was God with us. And we prayed, God, help us. We need your help. And this guy showed up out of the clear blue. Another experience. Um, we, 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 the first day we spent over on the west side of, of Houston. The, the, the most difficult struggle was on the east side of Houston. We didn't realize that initially. Uh, I take that back. We were told to go down there, but the church we were going to work with first was on the west side. So as we were on the west side, we were thinking, man, we, we wish we were on the east side. Because that's where the greatest need is. But we did not realize that the directions that we would have taken first would have taken us into an area called Beaumont in the Vitor or the Vitor area. And had we gone there, we would have been in the thick of it because as we were listening to the radio trying to get there, we heard over dispatch that they just released the levees and they were saying evacuate every rescue team. doesn't matter who you are. Get out of Vider or Vider right now, and we would have been in it, we, and we, we did not have the skill sets, nor the, 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 we should not have been there, and we just know that God protected us and did not let us go there because we wanted to, we tried to, it took us five hours to go 45 minutes to get to that area once we finally got there, uh, so God was with us, um, and then there were several experiences. Our highs and lows were, were vast. Um, from, not, from not being able to find a gas station um, and thinking we don't know how much, we'll, how, how much fuel to allocate. We were going to gas station, gas station after gas station, no gas. And we prayed. And Brad says within 30 seconds, we found a gas station. You know, out of nowhere with gas. Uh, there was the experience. Uh, that, that experience also was just amazing. So... All over, uh, many, many experiences, God just kept showing up and showing up and showing up. And it just seemed like every time we prayed, God, God did it. Because we were asking, and again, we, we, he, he knew we were acutely aware of what our struggle was, what our tension was, what our fears were, that he did something on our behalf just moments after we asked. And I think... We see God more when we're out there, stepping out there by faith. Again, this whole Christian journey, if you hear nothing else today, this is all a faith journey. God is leading us always to a place of following him by faith. Um, So there's a hero in all of us. God is with us. Pray more. And then always take a guide. (laughs) That was our lesson. Take a guide. Um... I think that has to do with God left us on this earth not to be uh, Caribbean or Caribbean Christians. Our faith ought to be lived out with other believers, with other people. And, and you know, we can't really accomplish anything by ourselves all that great. And I think God's left us here on this planet to lock arms, to challenge each other, to encourage each other, to help each other to play our roles well through our gift of this so we, we can get it done, so we can make Jesus' name, name, name famous. 
so we can be the hands and feet, so we can serve, so we can make a difference in this world. I'm going to call Brad Taylor up. Uh, Y'all can give Brad a hand. Brad. He is, we call him the admiral, all right? He's the admiral. He's got more gray hair, but I'm older than he is. But he was our navigation. And so Brad was, Brad was our guide, basically. He was the guy that was more in touch with our mapping and our navigation. And we just learned that it took more than Brad, myself, Tyler. It took us having other guides, and it was a huge deal. So Brad, I'm going to ask Brad a couple questions, and he's about as prepared for today as I am. Uh, but these are just real life, what we felt and learned lessons. And so, Brad, a well, couple well, questions. Before you start. Okay. Thanks for uh, not bringing to the attention in that picture that we're in waist-high water. Tyler's got on a red T-shirt, and I'm wearing a life jacket. So, Okay. <laughs> I thought it was ankle deep there. Yeah. My bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we were riding down the highway going 60 miles an hour, and Brad's saying, dude, you, we, I'm wearing my life jacket because – when you're riding through water, we heard all these stories of people riding through water and you couldn't see uh, that pe- there, was, there were sinkholes and people were falling in sinkholes in their vehicles, getting trapped. And so we made a fun with uh, Brad, not in the moments we were riding down in water, but we were on dry ground and, yeah, and Brad had his life his jacket too. Jacket. So anyways, all right, so Brad, a couple things. Um, we were making the point, never, never take a guide, um, but I wanted to ask you... Um, what was your response? Because I feel like this is probably where a lot of us are at when you feel God nudging you. Um, you're a little scared. You're a little nervous. What was your response at first when you thought about going to Texas? Well, Jeff called me and he said, hey, what do you think about heading out to Texas? And it, it was Jeff's voice, but it, it might as well have just been God saying, all right, what are you going to do? You're going to step up. You're going to do this. You're going to serve, or, or are you going to do like you always have done? Really, because I mean, I remember we had a tornado in Tuscaloosa. Y'all remember that? I did. My church that I was at at the time sent a group over there, and I did. I didn't go over there. Um, we had a tornado here in Columbus, and I didn't really help much with that. And I think it just hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, you you got to step out here. Step out a little bit of faith and, and do it. So uh, I told Jeff, I said, well, I said, I've never really done anything for anybody else other than my family. Uh, I'm a little bit scared, but let's do it. <laughs> so we used Brad's boat and uh, took off, made it all happen. Um, and so, Brad, what was your highlights? What would you say were some of your highlights on this trip? Yeah, I think the, the part you touched on about God. Uh, to me, it, God showed up so many times. It was amazing how how often it was just in our face. You couldn't, you don't see that every day when you're riding to work and you're dropping your kids off at school and things are getting haywire at, at work. You don't see it so much. You're caught up, but when when you're where we were, it was just like thunder every time. You could just see it. It was so so easy to see. We had a we were trying to go from Houston to Beaumont, which is 90 miles. Like going to Atlanta, it took us five hours. And so we got there, and we were trying to put the boat in in Beaumont, and there was a line of boats. They, were, they couldn't get over some train tracks, and so we, we were just ultimately frustrated, right? Jeff talks to these three police officers, and next thing you know, 
we're hightailing it right behind them, you know. <laughs> and uh, we passed miles of cars that help us get in the water and and search for these people for three or four hours, whereas if, if that didn't happen, we'd have been stuck in line with the rest of them, you know. It was just, it was amazing. How about the verse? We were, we were getting real discouraged um, because a lot of, lot of dead ends and a lot of, can, lot of we, we got lost several times and we were trying to follow this, 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 this patch and we were trying to navigate and every road was closed everywhere. So to get around was just almost impossible. So we were really, we were really getting discouraged. Like, God, we came all the way here and today's just, we feel worthless and we want to help. So God, you know, help us understand this. So all of a sudden, you remember we, we Tell us, do you remember that experience about the verse? So, I have it here if you want to read so this. So we're sitting here, and, uh, and I, I can remember just saying, God, what, why is this happening to us? I, I cannot believe that we're going to sit in, in this car for five hours and not help anybody. And like I said, when God shows up, his phone beat. We all heard it. It beeped, and he pulled it up and looked at it, and... Uh, and he gets a verse every day. And this was the verse that popped up. It says, Galatians 6, 9. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. You, you can't make that up. I mean, it was unbelievable that it happened at that very moment. And for us, in that moment, that, that was a reminder as we had been experiencing that God was with us. That God was with us. And that was... That was what pushed us over the edge that day. Um, so always take a guide, you know, and that really leads me to my, my last couple points. Another lesson from Harvey was never travel alone. Never travel alone. Um, we have some pictures here. Um, no, play that video real quick, guys. Video. This is us stuck in traffic. Listening to all the need, waiting. So that's what it sounded like uh, for us those days that we were out there. Um, but, but, you know, if you're going to go do anything in life, uh, take a guide, never travel alone. Have somebody with you. You know, I, I, it would have been crazy for any one person to go to Texas, just as crazy as it would be for us to try to tackle anything and go and try to accomplish anything alone. I really believe that God wants us to leverage our strengths and gifts in conjunction with each other for us to be the church. And, and be great at being the church. So this is a wonderful experience that we had getting to know each other and Tyler and, and seeing our giftedness, each of ours, uh, be the different strengths we needed at the different times to, to get some of this stuff done. Brad, what, uh, what, what, what other highlight did you have? Well, I, I, today you see a lot of stuff on the news about you know, race issues and police issues and political issues, and it just seems like everything is haywire and terrible. But what we saw was that there is still a tremendous amount of good 
there, there are a lot of good people out there, and we ran into them over and over. I think we saw one picture there a minute. That's John Stevens' church at Chapelwood in Houston, and there was 30 guys from his church standing in his front yard, and he's coordinating where we're going. And, and they don't, I mean, they're going to help somebody they don't know. And, and there was a lot of good, there was a lot of good. It was wild to see so many people show up. There were thousands and thousands of people there serving and helping. Um, really wonderful experience. One thing that we walked away with that I felt like that is, needs to be a constant reminder to us as Americans is this. This is another point I, I, I jotted down, another lesson. Stuff doesn't matter. Stuff doesn't matter. Um, check out these pictures of cars and RVs and people's stuff. I mean, this is just, that was everywhere. That's everywhere. I mean, you got two brand new, nice looking Toyotas, right? Nice house. And that's somebody's stuff. It's gone. It's here today and it's gone tomorrow. We just don't know. We, we drove through that, that highway that you saw that we were trying to go down stuck in traffic. We must, we must have passed 10 RV sales locations with probably millions and millions and millions of dollars of, of product on their lots just ruined. And I'm thinking, that guy's eating all that, unless he's got insurance. But they said, you know, half of Houston didn't have, didn't have insurance. So, I mean, just stuff doesn't matter. It's just a constant reminder that we work so hard for our stuff, but you can't take it with us. Right? It just doesn't matter. And that was a huge reminder, just seeing that. And, it, and I, we just were like, hey, if I lose my truck or if we lose our boat, I mean, it just doesn't matter. Our stuff does not matter. It's just not important. Um, and that's just another great lesson. Um, and here's the last point we'll make. Um, and I think this is probably the biggest point out of all of this. I think if you ever hear a message um, and the person telling the, the, the message or telling the story builds it up in such a way that they walk away being the hero, that's just wrong. Um, we, there is a hero in all of us, uh, but that's only because my last point is this, the real hero is Jesus. The real hero is Jesus in this story. Um, no matter what we do, no matter how we serve and help, if it's not connected or helping people recognize that Jesus is all that they need, we've missed the, we missed the point. Uh, I, I love, here I'm thinking about we went out our one time and went to Texas, and here I'm thinking about Ed Griffin Hagen and what we do every week in our homeless ministry. I mean, every week, Mondays and Tuesdays, and really all throughout the week, people are serving the lost, the least, and the lonely of our own city. Every week. It goes on all week long. And if we do that and don't connect that and help people recognize that the real hero and what they need is Jesus, then we've missed the point. And so I think God just, God set this whole thing up for us to serve so we'd grow and get to know God more. When, we, when God nudges us, it's for the point of us stepping out there, growing in our faith, and recognizing that He is enough. All in this series, the, the, the point that we've been making all through this series is this. Sometimes God will lead you to impossible situations. I mean, like difficult destructive, painful, confusing situations so that we can walk away learning and knowing that He is enough. 
He's enough. So although tragic in Texas, and we should help in church, I hope you'll begin giving. And I hope many of you that maybe are first-timers in church or first-timers at being generous, you might start learning how to do that because that's an act of faith. And faith always leads you to a place of getting to know God more and His trustworthiness and His ability. And if we'll take these steps of faith when God nudges us, and if we'll be generous, and if we'll serve, and if we'll be the church, we walk away with the growth. They walk away with the benefit of like maybe learning who God is in the meantime, maybe coming to God for grace, coming to God for forgiveness, maybe coming for the first time to, to faith and in, in becoming a, a new believer and having salvation. But we forget what's in it for us is walk, walking away knowing that he's enough. He's enough. So our lessons this last week from Harvey is just God's enough. He's good. So whatever you're going, whatever you're going through right now, whatever struggles, whatever confusion, whatever trials, whatever difficulties, know this. God wants to use it to lead you to a place to show you and to prove to you that he is your enough. I've got a really cool verse I want to end with. It's, it's Hebrews 6.19. It says this. We have this hope, speaking of Jesus, the hero. We have this hope as an anchor for our souls. An anchor. You drop it down. It lodges. It, it's strong. It's secure. It's able to, to hang on in something we can cling to. We have this hope as an anchor for our soul. Firm and secure. So, church, the challenge is this. Will you play a role? Yes, in Harvey relief, somehow. Pray for somebody. Be generous. We, we're we're, we're going to be giving and giving and giving over there. We've got some churches that we're connected to that we want to we wanna help that are there with feet on ground. They need our help. Yes, for Harvey. But for every day of your life, for when the weeks of Harvey's done and gone and there's future crisis and there's future difficulties and there's you and I in the mix of everyday American life, life, will you, will we, will all of us, every time God leads, say yes and stretch out there and take some steps of faith? If we'll do this we'll experience God like we never have before. That's our challenge. Let's pray. Lord, we, uh, we want to praise you and thank you for your grace. God, we want to just say that you are, you are mighty. You are, you are awesome. You are powerful. You are, you are our God. You are our Savior. You're beautiful. You're loving. You're kind. You're grace-filled. You're powerful. You're amazing. You're magnificent, God. We could go on and on and on and on and who you are, God. God, you are our deliverer. You came in form of your son, Jesus, who is the gift to all mankind. God, I pray for any man, woman, and child here today that, that does not know you. And God, I pray that maybe the, the difficulty that they're going through right now would leave them to a place right now of just saying, I need Jesus. I, I pray that he would come into my life today and he would save me. And maybe that's where some of you are at today. Maybe... 
simply in your chair right now, some of you would just simply need to just cry out to God in heaven and say, Jesus, I'm choosing to believe in you today. I'm, I'm asking you for salvation. I believe that you're God's son, that you, ro- that you died on a cross and you rose from the dead. I believe that, and I ask you to save me today. For some of us right now, I, don't, I hope no one feels like they're on a guilt trip today, but I hope that you feel challenged to step out in faith however God leads you. I, I hope that you would say no to the enemy's lies of what he might be keeping you from, and that you would say yes to not your courage, but the, cure, the courage that we have in Christ because he is courage. He is power. He is strength. He is all that we need. He is enough. God, I pray that we as a church could tap into your enough by our steps of faith towards you today. We thank you for your gift of grace, your gift of salvation. And God, we thank you for your gift of faith. May you give it to us. May we exercise it. In your name we pray. Amen.